Hello and welcome to another episode of What Do You Call It? podcast. I'm your host, GB. Today's episode is very special. So the reason I say special is usually if a guest returns to the podcast, I say today's guest doesn't need an introduction because you already know who they are or may be familiar with them. But I think the violent gentleman, Miles Blackwell, would still like another intro just because of who he is. If you don't already follow him, and then you do follow him, you're going to see why. So today's guest is an Oasis fanatic, Bob Vance challenger, and the current CCW heavyweight champion. Please welcome back, Miles Blackwell. How you doing today, mate? You are good? I'm great, man. It's a pleasure to be here. Uh, definitely top podcast. Uh, been waiting to get back on for a while and uh, big supporter of the show and just glad to be a part of it once again. Do appreciate it, mate. Been wanting you on for a while now. I have actually had people on that know you, and I'm going to touch on that very quickly. Bryce Maddox, a friend of the show. Sorry, sorry. I know I'm starting off by maybe shit staring and staring the pot a little bit, but he is a friend of the show, and he's someone that you unfortunately have a heated rivalry with. So a lot of people are like, oh, that yeah, they're just it's just a storyline. Wrestling, we know how it works. These two generally aren't the biggest fans of each other. Bryce let it be known to me before the interview and after the interview. Even said, keep it up, I don't care. Not a big fan of him, but I respect him. But you actually interrupted that interview and you let it be known how you felt. I really enjoyed that, by the way. That was pretty good. Um, the video message you left for me. Shout out to that. But I want to ask you, if you can tell the listeners about this heated rivalry. It's been going on for a few years now. Why are you two not each other's biggest fans? For me, it's because, you know, I hate to say it like this, but I'm the anti-Bryce. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? I, I wasn't, you know, I'm not a college athlete. Very I'm not the all-American, you know, blue eye. You know what I mean? And just to see that I've been working at this and I saw him come into CCW mm-hmm. and I kind of felt he was given a lot of things that I had been working for. And so because of that, you know, I just, I just didn't like him. You know, we're not... You know, he's, I hate to bring this up, but he's a bit of a John Cena. You, you know what I mean? You know, I'm surprised he's not out there wrestling. He in would probably take that. that as a compliment, but because of who you are, that is not a compliment at all. Correct. Um, and, you know, is he an athlete? Absolutely. Is he a great wrestler? Absolutely. He's just not good enough, um, which is why I'm the champion. He's not. Um but having said that, um, you know, yeah, behind the scenes, yeah, I respect him, but, you know, I don't have to like everyone. And, you know, there's just bits and pieces of them that just, you know, yeah. get under my skin. So, you know, every once in a while I've got to remind him who's the big dog around there. You know what I mean? You two respect each other. I know that. But yeah. there is that genuine hate that you two have for each other. You've told me how you feel about him um, in private messages. He's told me and he let me know on the video. That's why I'm giving you a chance to respond because I've not spoken to you until, when's the last time I spoke to you? 2021, I think, near the end of it. When we first had our awesome interview. So, and the matches you've had and the feud, it is really good. And you can see that that is that real heat that you just can't fake. Yeah. And, you know, the locker room's a lot smaller when you don't like the person that's in there. Mm-hmm. You know what I mean? So you're forced to have interactions. And yeah, have we bumped into each other? Have we seen each other, you know, um, on the way to mm-hmm. our vehicles and all that? Yeah. But, um, you know, like he said, I just, I'm, I'm just not a fan. You know, yeah. I, I think that. Um, I get tired of seeing the fact that even even with CCW's post, they're always mentioning him as the former CCW champion. 
Yeah. You know, let's let's focus on me. I'm the current CCW champion. But yet he's the one that's at the autograph signings. He's the one that they bring onto radio spots. He's the one that they feature and they talk about. And I'm the one that beat him. So, yeah. you know, where's my, you know, where's my my praise? Where's my flowers? You know what I mean? So, but, you know, it kind of goes back to this. Um, at the end of the day, no matter how good you are at politics, if you're a great wrestler, you can kind of over overshadow the politics. Yeah. You know, for so for those who have been in CCW in the past and, and felt that they didn't get their fair share of their push, maybe you just weren't good enough. And that actually leads me to my next question. And my next point is those that have been CCW and they've moaned about not getting the push or whatever. Look where you are now. You are the current CCW <clears throat> champion, the world champion. And last time we did speak, you was unpinned and uh, the Southern States champion. Are you still unpinned, by the way? Just uh, confirm. Of course. of course. My boy Mars has never been pinned. Uh, if you do find uh, any evidence of this that he has, it's, it's a lie. It's a lie. Yeah, I will refute it quickly. <laughs> yeah, actually, well, right, you will. Um, but as you're the current CCW heavyweight champion, I want to ask you, how does it feel? You are the top lad. You are representing the promotion. I know you said about Bryce being kind of pushed in that position, but ultimately you are the champion. How does it feel? I mean, I was top lad when I walked in. I walked in knowing I was going to be that guy. You know what I mean? I knew that I was going to be... You know, I looked around the room and, you know, there's an old story about uh, Larry Bird who played for the Boston Celtics, mm-hmm. walked into a locker room before a three-point contest. And he said, what are you doing? And he said, I'm looking around to see which one of you is going to come in second place. Yeah. You know, and that's that's kind of the mindset that I have. You know, um, you know, if you follow me on Twitter, and I know you do, but those who, who don't know that I put in a lot of work, not just inside the ring, but outside the ring. Yep. You know, so when the time came that I did become, you know, the heavyweight champion, you know, I want to say that it was, wow, this is such a big moment. But in my mind, I was like, yeah, it took long enough. Mm. And that's because I'm never going to be satisfied. And not from a standpoint of entitlement or gimme, gimme, but from a standpoint of, you know. I've always been this good. Work and work. Correct. Correct. Mm. It's a bit like what CM Punk said about Kobe Kingston. He said, I'm, I'm really happy for him, you know, when he won the title in 2019 at WrestleMania. But that should have been 10 years ago. Correct. And you have got your flowers and you are representing them and you put on some great matches as well. You actually had a, a massive title defence last month. Really good match, good finish with the headbutt as well. But I want to know about your goals as the CCW champion and just any other wrestling goals that you may have in the next year or so. Um, As far as, as CCW champion, man, you know, despite what anyone says, even when I was Southern States champion, I am a fighting champion. I defend my title. Um, and it's not from the standpoint of you're a champion, you should, but for me, it's just about certain dominance. It's about showing that, you know, I'm the champion for a reason. Mm-hmm. And those of you who get in line, you're going to get knocked out, knocked down, whatever, what, <clears throat> excuse me, whatever. Um, and to me, that's my message to you to work a bit more. Yeah. You know, I had a guy after I defended my title last month that said, I'm coming for your title next. And I had told him, you can't last five minutes in a ring with me because you got no cardio, man. You know, and some might say it was a bit a bit rude to say that, but that's how I feel. And, you know, I'm not here to pretend to be a wrestler. I'm not here to play wrestling. I'm not a parody of a wrestler. I'm a fucking professional wrestler. And yeah. if you don't feel if you don't feel that that's something that consumes your mind day in and day out, you don't fucking need to be here. You know, I'm gonna do yeah. this thing until I'm tits up. I respect that. 
And that's what kind of gravitated me to you as a fan, not just because I spoke to you in the past, but because I've kept up to date with you and not just in your social media, but in your matches. I've seen the improvement and just the daily gym um, workouts that you do and just how you've improved your body. You've improved like the, your, um, you've added more move to your moveset, especially with like the influence of like Nigel McGuinness. Absolutely, man. Uh, you know, I'm, I'm really ashamed that I was not familiar with his in-ring work mm. until it was shortly after I, as some people would say, legitimately won the Southern States title, uh, last August uh, in 2022, but I started watching him then and that spoke to me, man. It was like discovering gold, and, you know, and I, I've probably went through his entire Ring of Honor catalog multiple times and, you know, his style of wrestling is exactly what I was looking for. So, yeah, I've nicked half of his moveset, um, but it's worked out quite well for me. It has, mate. You've incorporated it very well. I don't think I can ever forgive, by the way, if you, you might not remember, Impact Wrestling when they had Desmond Wolf. Nigel McGuinness and I mean don't get wrong started well I'm not going to be a bit of a fanboy but I've got to mention it absolutely criminal what TNA did and I love Impact now I think they've improved I'm really happy great products but back then what did Nigel fucking McGuinness disgusting disgusting just just had to throw it out there yeah, I agree I agree but um, what I'm going to ask is last time we did speak you declared your love for something and I don't think you've actually said it because uh, it was off the air. And you know, I'm going to say it now just because the fans, they see it in your tweets. You declared your love for a certain band from the UK. Blur. So. <laughs> Where's the off button on this thing? <laughs> You're my guest, guest of honor. And I'm happy to have you back. Okay, so. Because he will actually get fucked off. So I'm just kidding. Oasis. Everyone knows it. Just follow you. Just follow you within a day. They're going to see you love Oasis. I know that because I talked to you in great detail. So in the last chat we had, you named your favorite Oasis album, your Oasis tattoo, the influence they've had on your life, um, discuss, uh, discuss the Gallagher brothers. So during the summer, you were lucky enough to see Noel Gallagher. And we exchanged messages. I was super happy for you to see one of the Gallagher brothers in UK. Wow. I want to hear about your experience. Because I told you about my experience at seeing Liam Gallagher last year. <clears at the throat> Park. Fantastic. Over 100,000 people. One of the best experiences I've ever had. Diamond and Dark, for me, highlight of the of the. <sighs> but Miles, talk me about, so tell me about your experience at Noel Gallagher in America over the summer. Well, the craziest part about the whole thing was, so we had this day trip planned and we had to drive uh, to a town called Alpharetta. It's pretty much Atlanta. Mm -hmm. And we knew that the show, uh, the gates open around five, but it was, you know, metric was opening and then garbage was opening and then Noel Gallagher, high flying birds. So we went to a shopping center um, and we walked out and I could faintly hear in the distance, this was about 1 p.m., I could faintly hear in the distance, pretty boy playing. I said, who's, who's playing this here? You know, there's people around here don't really know this music. Yeah. And so we started following the sound and realized that the amphitheater where he was performing was right up the road. So we followed the sound and what it was, was he was doing sound check. And oh, wow. so, you know, yeah. So <clears throat> I got out of the uh, vehicle and ran to the gate. I couldn't see him, but yeah. I was hearing him and I was hearing like half the world away, little by little. 
and I was almost shaking because yeah. you know, given how I feel about the whole thing. Um, so we, passionate we went back. This feels like a dream. Correct. It was it was unreal for a bit. Um, so we went back to the hotel, mm -hmm. uh, got dressed and all that, and sat through. Um, not taking any way, anything away from Metric. Enjoyed their show. Not taking anything away from Garbage. The show was okay. A couple of good songs. But, you know, when you're there for, quote, unquote, the main event, yeah, and it was just unbelievable. And, and of course, he saves Don't Look Back in Anger, which is my all-time favorite tune, mm -hmm. for the very end of the show. And as soon as those first, uh, first notes of that song hit, man, it was just like everything in my body just... You're going to deny this, right? But I, I can tell someone's kind of fibbing me or like telling porkies. Did you cry? Be honest. Oh, absolutely. Absolutely. Hey, the violent gentleman has a heart. <laughs> Do you hear that, people? <laughs> yeah, I mean, there, not there are moments <laughs> when one is overcome with emotion. And yeah. that was one of those moments. Bryce, you've got new and... material, by the way, Bryce. <laughs> Uh, you're enjoying this a bit too much, I believe. <laughs> but no, that tell me, man. Like, just tell me about like, the emotion, man. Like, just being there in attendance. Like, how far were you? You were standing, wasn't you, for uh, No Gallagher? Well, they had, um, they had uh, like a pit area mm -hmm. where people was. I believe they were standing, but we were like seven rows back, yeah, from the pit. And um, it was crazy because I knew pretty much everything he was playing, yeah. and you could tell those around didn't. And we're talking about because at that time his uh, Council Skies album had just come out like two, three weeks before. Yeah. And so they did, people didn't know it. And then even a lot of them didn't know most of the Oasis yeah. stuff. Were they just like, they won the wall? Nobody asked for that. But the funniest thing about it, and, and I think you'll get a kick out of this because it's yeah. what I walk out to in my matches. At the end of the show, he said, All right, can anybody guess what the next song's going to be or the last song's going to be? And everybody knows Don't Look Back in Anger. Some geezer about 10 rows back that yells, Fuck it out of the bushes. <laughs> and I lost it. I lost it. I, it was it was really funny to me. Um, but I, I enjoyed the show. Um, anybody who's seen their live shows knows that Noel likes to mess around with the crowd a little bit. Yeah. Um, and he even said, like, the first five songs are off my new album, which you probably streamed, or you don't know what they are. And then um he said something about the 90s was the greatest decade until you, uh, word I'm not allowed to say on this podcast, it starts with a See C. you next Tuesday. Uh, <laughs> see you next Tuesday's ruined it all with your streaming. Man's against streaming. Millennials. Was that it? That's it? Millennials. I am probably mispronounced that completely. Basically, the uh, Generation Z, what are they called? The fuckers. That's, yeah, the fuckers. That's what you can call them. So we can say are. that word. That's fine. That's all good. Yeah. One thing I want to highlight, by the way, I'll go back to messing quickly. You had a fan bring a sign for you at one of the biggest pay-per-views of all time. And obviously you lost the bet. Can you just uh, tell, in case they don't follow you, and I'm going to lead them to your social media um, at the end of the interview, but just tell them about this uh, this quick um, interaction with the fan and uh, what a sign said. So there was, you know... A supporter of the violent gentleman who I also follow this person on Twitter and they mm -hmm. had a poll uh what what sign should I bring to Wembley and and it was a couple different choices and then a, a choice for other yeah so I clicked other and I said you need to hold up a sign that says Bob Vance that's refrigeration fears Miles Blackwell and uh she had said if I do you've got to listen to Park Life by Blur in its entirety and make a reaction video 
So I kind of saw it as, uh, you know, something. You still there, Mars? I think and... you mentioning Blur has actually just caused the glitch in this. No lie. Yeah, I'm gonna have to. I'm gonna have to burn some sage in my house. You know what I mean? Start <laughs> smudging the place. Hello there. I've got a special announcement for my next guest. When I see us, what's going on, people? It's your boy, Big Brave Roy Johnson, and I'm here picking it on what you call it podcast. Yeah, heard. Well, it's DS. That's actually hello in Spanish, not goodbye. But take care. You heard. Um, but yeah, long story short, I made a deal that if a sign that's mentioned uh, Bob Banks refrigeration is well, uh, make it change the reaction video of me listening to a blur song. And that's what happened. And I posted that video last week. Uh, it was painful. Made my ears bleed. It was really Watched fucking funny, though. I really enjoyed it. I mean, I don't think you did. But uh, I didn't. your fans, your listeners, and your mates got kicked out of it. So that is what matters. Because deep down, you're a nice guy. Right? Right. Sometimes. I mean, I'm the violent gentleman. There is a gentleman aspect. Yeah. Everybody forgets that part. You know, like you said, you know, your words, not mine. Uh, I'm sometimes viewed as a soulless prick. Uh, but I am a man of the people. But that is a compliment. Like we said about, like you saying about Bryce being John Cena. Yeah, we're like, thank you. You being a soulless prick. George, you're too kind. You're too kind, mate. I fucking lean into it. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um... You just mentioned him, Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration. So we spoke about this in a bit of detail in the first chat. This has evolved. You're still calling him out every day without fail. And I applaud you, by the way, right? But what a lot of people may have missed or forgotten is we actually got a response from him on social media in a direct message. So your good pal, GB, me, in case anyone got confused then, reached out to him. <laughs> and, uh, I can't remember what my first message was. And he actually replied. If you remember, Miles, what was the message? He said, I do fear the man bun. And I really feel like he was slagging me off a bit. <laughs> I don't think he was doing the, the nice celebrity type thing. I yeah. think that he was sitting there in his little room with all his office memorabilia behind him. Still is bringing him sweet tea and all that tackle. And I think that he was trying to get at me, mm-hmm. knowing that, you know, I don't think he's got any bookings or, com- uh, you know, like conferences or conventions. That's what I'm looking for. Conventions planned because I'm at the point where I'm ready to get on a plane, you know, and square off with him. Yeah, I think he replied one more time just saying uh, he doesn't want you to hurt him, if I remember correctly. I mean, obviously, I wouldn't want to fuck with you myself, but you're calling him out on a daily basis. I mean, Bob Vance has to reply someday. Or otherwise, he will forever be known as a... Right, and it's like, it's like it's, have you seen, there's an old, I think it's from a Spider-Man comic, it's an old still frame of this, like, a, you know, a rubbish bin and, like, a, a costume draped over and they're walking yeah. away looking upset. The day that that man dies is going to be the day that, you know, you see, like, my wrestling gear, you know, draped over the rubbish bin, you know, and I'm... <laughs> You know, I'm canceling this. I'm canceling the app. I'm done. <laughs> is there any artists out there, right? Because Miles is going to share it as well. Any of my followers or Miles followers just want to like just do some concept art for what Miles just said and described. 
that would be fucking fantastic. Because that is a t-shirt right there. Pro wrestling tees. To be fair, Mars, you're pretty good yourself now on Photoshop. Because I know you was kind of like dipping your toes in it when we last spoke. But now I see, you know, pretty much a graphic like every few days. And it's, some of it's very funny, to be fair. And you do the, your own editing and your own videos as well. So I think you've got to do it, Mars. I think you've got to do it. You know, I'm not real good at, you know, drawing and all mm-hmm. that. You know, I might have to get my missus in on that. She's pretty good with that. Start with the stick, man. Start with the stick, man. So, <laughs> you showed off your tattoos last time. And uh, I'm obviously a big tattoo person. You know, sometimes a lot of people can see them when I'm stretching my arms or whatever. I want to ask you if you've got any more tattoos or do you have any plans to get any more ink? Um, definitely some plans. Uh, mm-hmm. When the lad is born, I'm going to get, you know, something towards that. Um. Probably in the next few weeks, I plan on getting like a little lantern or something, you know, mm-hmm. you know, RIP Bray Wyatt, you know, who's um, That'd be cool. huge supporter of him. Um, I don't really remember what I've gotten because it's been a few years. Mm-hmm. I've got remember the Oasis on one, the uh, the pipe one. That's that's really cool. That's that's awesome. That one. That one. That one's. Um, I've had that one since I think 2018. Mm-hmm. Um, but no, you know, that's how know. we started I mean, talking properly. By the way. Because um, I, I think I think when you mentioned uh, about the pipe tattoo, then you showed it off. And then after that, I actually, because I think I told you, I don't remember if I told you during the interview, but I know we spoke about it after. I think I showed you the picture of me and Piper just a year before he died. And I'm just smiling like a fucking idiot. Just like... <laughs> and then just sit there, man. We just honestly just really clicked. And, you know, I've gotten to really, like, really know you. And, you know, do like I just think you're a great talent and a great person um, who... <laughs> will happily accept that he's a soulless prick, but it's just who you are, man. And I just think it's great. Normally, I would ask about the uh, theme, three dream dinners. You can pick past or present, but I'm not going to ask you that. I'm going to ask you something that will cater to the violent gentleman. Who right now are the three biggest wankers in the celebrity world? Currently. <sighs> Alive. Uh, most, most of them are, <laughs> you know, American politicians. Um. Oh man, you you, know, you you do not hold back on the old bird app. No, sorry. No. You can fucking yeah, add so, him. Say that again. You can add him on that list if you want. Elon Musk. Yeah, he's he's. Oh, uh, you know, I, I'd like to keep my account for now. So you know, I'm gonna be love you, Elon. Joking. If you somehow somehow gets back to you, X is the way forward, mate. Yeah, I've got a couple of them on, on my shirt, you know, so. Um, I would say the governor of Florida, you know, is, is Florida, and this guy, it's just little man syndrome, 100%, you know, uh, trying to rewrite the history books, you know, uh, saying that the slaves were actually taught skills that would help them later, you know, instead of mentioning all the other stuff. Yeah, it's, it's wow. insane. Wow. Yeah, it's insane. Um, so him... Um, you know, I would say uh, Val Venus. We already had our run in, and he stopped responding. Oh yeah, to I forgot me. about that. Did he block you in the end? Oh, he just he stopped responding to me to me after yeah. everyone was. If, oh yeah, yeah. So if you tell the him. listeners, by the way, about your interaction, yeah. So can I call him the Ruby Nation? Former wrestler Val Venus, Sean Morley, whatever you want to call him, um, just Mister Conspiracy these days, uh, had an interaction with the violent gentleman, Miles Blackwell. I was in support of you. Let the listeners know what actually happened and, you know, just how it came about. 
Um, I, I think he was mentioning something. He was saying something transphobic. And here's mm. the deal, you know, I'm a lot of things. I'm a heel. I'm a villain. I get all that. But Blackwell is for everyone, mm-hmm. you know. And he was saying some transphobic things. So I called him out on it. And he, I guess he saw my bio and said, of course, you've got pronouns. And yeah, we're yeah, kind of going yeah. back and forth. And, you know, I basically reduced his entire career to, you know, getting his willy chopped off on TV. And yeah. It's like, you know, you had you had opportunity after opportunity in front of millions of people every week. And that's all the people remember you for. Yeah. You know, and it's always it's always the irrelevant celebrities uh, that have the most shite takes. Fucking Rob Schneider. What the hell? Another one, man. Hey, like of all people, right? I'm not saying like, okay, if you fit this agenda, you are entitled to say this. I think they're all assholes, right? But Rob Schneider, of all people, right, to just become like this right wing nut and just really going for like um, the transgender community and just, oh my god, it's like, mate, you were literally in a film pretends to be a woman. Fuck off. Correct. Yeah. And that film was bad. Correct. <laughs> <laughs> Oh, oh, so so we've got the governor of Florida, uh, yep. Ron DeSantis. Um, oh, you hate him. Val- so much, man. Um, I mean, you how stupid you got to be to try to take on Mickey Mouse. You know what I mean? Yeah. Like, he's, this man is suing Disney. And then he's like, oh, I'm just kidding. Let's just let it yeah. go. And they're like, no. Disney, like, to- bring it on. Yeah. <laughs> 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 Park fan, just uh, And Miles is as well. I can just tell. <laughs> um, so let's go... Uh, Ron DeSantis, Val Venus, and um, I was going to mention someone that used to wrestle for CCW, but you said celebrity, and, and this wank is absolutely irrelevant, so I'm going to leave his name out. Um, I just will say that no amount of attitude and leasing supercars that you can't actually afford make you a good wrestler. Let's go ahead and put that out there. Um, but having said that, um, I would say... I don't know, man. I can't. I can't think of anyone. I can't think of a third one. Hello there. I've got a special announcement for my next guest. Hi, this is Eddie Edwards from Impact Wrestling, and I will be appearing on What Do You Call a Podcast. Tune in, follow along, and listen to me speak. Yeah, heard. Don't mind like like being like sort of tongue in cheek and having a laugh when it comes to wrestling, because I think us as wrestling community, not just the wrestlers, but us fans. We do kind of just wind ourselves up and take some of this shit way too seriously. Like there is more to life. Did you smile ear to ear right there? Just, just you know, thumbs up. You know, just confirms my point that I'm making. Like we just take some right. way too seriously. There is more to life than wrestling. It really is. But some people are just like you don't like that. Well, fuck you then. Oh, I didn't really enjoy that, man. Fuck you then. You're blocked. Go kill yourself. Like fucking hell. Like come. The fuck down. Yeah, you get it a lot more than I do. I don't know if just people just don't want to interact with me, but I mean, there's people that come at you for absolute nonsense. I know, I know. It's, it's been all right last month or so. It's been all right. But I've had people like, yeah. just because I do the honest opinion stuff, right? And people are like, oh, you're just doing it to get like stuff. I mean, you see my followers. It, it hasn't gone up. I do it because I like interacting with the people. I like seeing the replies. And the majority of them are the same people that I interact with on a fairly daily basis that I actually get on really well with. And I find it quite interesting, people's takes and stuff. I mean, I've had to kind of hide some comments or 
I even block people. I get honest opinion, but it doesn't mean to be a horrific person or just to use an excuse to be racist or sexist or something like that. I've had that. Correct. Probably the accounts, but yeah, just some people, man. Like, don't agree with you. Okay. Okay. Go away. It's not that serious. <laughs> yeah, I mean, there's some, there's some fan bases that I won't mention. Mm-hmm on social media because you know they're going to start showing up at your house with uh pitchforks and torches and all that tackle things like you, you know i somewhat think you're joking but there is that one nutcase out there that is capable of doing it just because you say something they don't like or agree with correct it's frightening it is fucking scary man it just makes you think is this even worth it just being on his app you know like i know a lot of people shit on him like sean ross app like he must have to deal with a lot of like trolls and stuff. Like, I, I mean, Loads, man. you don't like him, just don't follow him, block him, whatever. Like, I mean, he's done no harm to me. I don't, yeah. him tweeting or tweeting about wrestling doesn't affect my life. Correct. And you know, it, you can't live in a world where you agree with everything that everyone says, anyways. Yeah. You know, some of my closest friends, they'll say something, and I'm like, don't really agree with that. Hmm. Well, but we're still friends. You, imagine you doing that. <laughs> no, I can imagine you like starting to agree with that. <laughs> yeah, have I love that the American audiences still have not caught on to that. You know, week in and week out, just you know, to little kids. I have no. Uh, the... It's the greatest thing ever. Like, you never get rid of that family shows. Like you would get told to stop doing that or not booked. Obviously, in America, you get away with it because they're like. Oh my god, he's so nice. <laughs> this man is very aggressively in favor of peace. <laughs> I really hope they don't listen to this interview now or just kind of like check out like halfway through so we don't give away this part that it doesn't actually mean peace. Just to say no. Well, <laughs> give away the magic, give away the magic mask. Before I wrap this interview up, there is one person I want to give a shout out to, Jimmy, who is a mutual friend of ours, wants to say hi right. to you. Um, he's actually been to one of your shows. So if you are at CCW or any show that Mars Blackwell will be appearing, don't get your hopes up. He won't take a photo of you. He didn't do it to someone he actually likes and considers a friend. But he likes him and talks to him. Didn't take a photo. Yeah, Jimmy's class. Um, after the last show, um, yeah. after I defended my title successfully... Yep. Thank you very much. Um, you know, I did roll out of the ring, go over to my missus, yep. you know, and, and took a picture with her, you know, and a small little chi- uh, <clears throat> small little kid came up to me and said, can I get a picture with you? And I said, absolutely not. <laughs> and he got he got upset and ran to his mother. And uh, you Are know, we talking about Jimmy right now? <laughs> no, not Jimmy. <laughs> no, it actually put my, uh, put my missus in a bad situation mm. because she's like, I'm sorry, I'm married to him. He's kind of mean. And <laughs> you're just like, you're worse than the Grinch, man. You're like you're actually a dick, but like a lovable dick, if that makes sense, and if that can be said in a nice way. I think yeah. it can in this I podcast, mean, in this interview. Yeah. But even if Most you have any kids, so even if you want to just get your hopes up, and if your kid is genuinely a violent gentleman, Miles Blackwell fan, you can support him in different ways. You can just buy his merch and not piss him off, and thumbs up. That is it. Best Press. way to stay safe. Um, as I'm going to wrap the interview up there is uh, one thing I know you want to clear up uh, a stable in the UK group of lads that I'm friends with the Violent Gentleman Society Tommy Jackson is their leader 
uh, group. Really cool lads, actually. Really cool and female. Uh, Stacey's in it. Stacey Rose. If you just want to say your part, because I know infringement, gimmick, stuff like that. Obviously, there's no intention. I know you're actually a big, big fan of British wrestling. So I'll let you say your bit. Yeah, man. I mean, just like uh, professional wrestling has had multiple nature boys, you know, uh, Buddy Rogers, Buddy Landau, Ric Flair and all that. Um, you know, it sounds like wrestling's got multiple violent gentlemen. And, you know, I say all that to say this. Um, I was not aware of them. Mm-hmm. I definitely wouldn't, you know, nick someone's gimmick or nick someone's name or anything like that. I've got nothing but uh, respect for them. I actually follow them on Twitter, X, whatever, you know, whatever mm-hmm. you want to call it. Um, but I just want to clear that out, you mm-hmm. know. I'm not affiliated with them. So if I say something, I don't want that being tied back to them, you know, getting them in some kind of, you know, situation or trouble or anything like that. Uh, but again, nothing but love and respect. Yeah, I've got nothing but love for them as well. Um, I've had them all on now. And I actually think you'd be a good uh, addition to them, a US import. I'll see if I can speak to Tommy and uh, put a word in to kind of represent them from across the pond. See if we can get a little connection there. I think we can do something. But Miles... Want to thank you for coming on. It's been an absolute blast. Just a genuinely good catch up, and uh, just a lot of swearing, which is great. But is there anything you want to say? Anyone you want to call out, or anything you want to plug? As we're now at the end um, of the interview, uh, just follow me on Twitter x x Twitter, whatever you want to call it, the Bird app. Um, Shout out to Elon Musk at VG underscore Blackwell. Um, Currently CCW heavyweight champion. Don't plan on losing it anytime soon. Uh, even my last title that I no longer have, I didn't get beat for it. They made me relinquish it so someone else could get a, a chance to, have, you know, hold mm. some gold. You know, um, maybe I'll just take the tag titles back again, defend them on my own. I don't know. You know, um, having said all that, as far as calling anyone out, you know, I am a fighting champion. Show up, bring it. Um, but don't step in a ring unless you're ready to go because I am the cardio king. And you're still unpinned. Still. Forever. Awesome. And when we next speak again, who knows when, but I'm sure you're going to be unpinned. If you can give Miles a follow on his social media, it's definitely worth it. You won't regret it. Um, You might even get a nice tweet back. Who knows? If you mention Blur, yeah, you kind of ask for it, whatever he uh, throws your way. So, and also don't say I did it because, yeah, just... I like shits there. It's great. It's just what I do. But now, Mars, thank you for coming on. It's been an absolute blast. Been wanting you on for a while, but we now got her in the end. If you can give him a follow, that'd be awesome. If you can like this video, subscribe to this account, and give me a follow on my social media handles in the description below. That'd be awesome. But there'll be more What Do You Call It podcasts coming out very soon. You can find out when or who on my social media handles. Description below. Plugging that again. Just uh FYI. But now it's all good. I hope everyone, including you, Mars, has a great week. But for now, everyone, I'd normally do that, but I'm going to do this just because of the violent gentleman. Take care. Greetings, violent gentleman Miles Blackwell here. Uh, doing somewhat of a different type of video than I normally do. Uh, typically coming after Bob Vance of Vance Refrigeration talking about how much better I am than Bryce Maddox, or just going on about Oasis. Uh, Having said that, I made a deal with a particular user on this app uh, regarding holding up a sign at the AEW Wembley show, holding the sign that said something to the effect of Bob Vance, Vance Refrigeration, fears Miles Blackwell. 
the deal that I made was that I would begrudgingly have to listen uh, to a Blur song, which I'm not really looking forward to, um, but I'm a man of my word, so, you know, we're going to give it a go. Uh, I'm definitely going to take the necessary precautions to ward off the evil spirits that come through the speakers while that song is playing. I'm going to be reading my Bible. I'm going to be praying to my gods. I really would appreciate it if you would keep me safe during this uh, traumatic experience I'm about to partake in. Even be repeating the mantras that keep me sane. Feeling supersonic, give me gin and tonic. Feeling supersonic, give me gin and tonic. Feeling supersonic. Now that all that's out of the way, let's, uh, let's give this a go, yeah? That was absolutely difficult. Not sure if I could do that again. I've got no more words, really. So anyway, here's Wonderwall. Maybe you got. 